The Grow My Cleaning Company podcast helps owners of cleaning companies just like you to grow your company and yourself so you can make more money and finally get the time and money freedom that probably got you into this business. Discover how to automate and create systems that allow you to grow like crazy without losing control. If you dig the show and want to show some love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. It really helps. Enjoy the show. Hey, Cleaning Nation. Mike Campion here with one of my favorite people. Uh, also a brand new next level member. Can't wait to meet this guy in Vegas here in a couple months. Irvin Ackerman. This guy's got a wife, he's got kids, started clean environmental solutions in 2019, serving commercial uh, clients in Albany, New York. Um, the big reason, I've got a lot of reasons I'm excited to see him, but the big one is this guy has a non-janitorial company that's still service-based on site, I believe, but a lot of his work is one time, not recurring. And he kind of saw the writing on the wall and was like, that's seasonal, the, the, the value, the, the value asset value of it's low because it's not recurring. And he's like, what would happen if I added some sort of recurring service to it? And he's been doing really well for just, you know, making that change a couple months ago. So I thought it'd be great to get him in. So that's my side of what's going on in your world. Um, Irvin, talk to me kind of how it felt, what your business was looking and feeling like before we talked and what made you, what made you reach out to us? Yeah, so I started the company, the construction side, about three years ago, and um, we're crushing it. We're doing good. And then year after year, I'm like, I start the year, and there's, I have to repeat the whole process over. So, like, I would start the new year with no business on the table. Like, yes, we have jobs booked and things of that nature, but um, I just was like, it's got to be another way. I mean, we do we do a hundred jobs a year and it's always what's the next job after we're finished. It's, it's never, it's never like a downtime where you can say, Oh, we have things. So I was feeling that strain and thinking about that. And I was on Instagram one day, I just hopped on Instagram and I saw your ad and I'm like, Oh shit. Um, filled out the form. And then you called me directly while I was doing a towel job at Taco Bell. Don't and, tell people uh, that. I usually don't do the call, so I don't want everyone to think if they call it. Sometimes, but we have I'm a team. special. I'm special. Yeah. Urban is absolutely do. special. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and you, you said that to me. I don't normally do these, but today you got me. Well, um, now you told all the cleaning nations. So that now they're like, oh, I'll call Michael. Just call me right up. Yeah, I'll try, but there's just one of me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And we talked about it and. I was telling you, we had a state contract for post-construction cleaning and, um, you know, we did like 45,000 on it, but then it just stopped. And, um, you're talking to me about, the, you know, about getting the cleaning contracts. And, um, I was like, that's, I really enjoy the cleaning and our guys are good and we're good at it. Uh, there's gotta be a better way to have some ongoing income. So that's how we, we got in there. So that's a perfect breakdown from the owner view of like, Hey, here's why I want ongoing work as opposed to one time from a coach's perspective and someone that's done a bunch of businesses, both recurring with, with and without recurring revenue. Let me give you some more color in that as other things that in urban probably go, Oh yeah, I forgot that does suck. Um, so a couple of things, just like urban said, it's like, what have you done for me lately? Right. I remember I sold my construction company um, and it had like $2 million in receivables. And for that company, we had a very long sales cycle. You might 
you know, hear about a bid and then you bid on it. The actual bid comes out in two or three months and you actually do a bid and they actually open it, you know, a month or two after that and then award it, you know, in a couple of weeks. And then, you know, we were doing shade structures, which are kind of at the end of the thing. So it might be a year long project. And we, so it just, it was like, and then you don't get paid for four months. You know, it was just, it could be, it was just a long process. So he had a couple million bucks in work that was contracted and he felt pretty good. I kept going, you got to sell, you got to sell what you're going to sell today. You're going to get paid on in a year or two. If you wait a year or two and you're like, oh my gosh, I need some contracts. You're going to be screwed because when's the best time to plant a tree? 10 years ago. If you need shade yeah, now, you can't plant it now. You ain't going to have any luck, right? So that piece of the business sucks. The other piece is every time I did a job and I'm guessing the same with construction cleanup, same with construction itself you're rolling those dice. You have an, if you're good, you have an idea what it's going to cost in terms of time and money, but crap goes wrong. Things happen. We, we make mistakes, less mistakes, the better you get at it, but never none. I don't know any construction companies. Like, yeah, I nailed every bit I did this year. No, probably zero bids. A couple, we got real close. I was pretty impressed with that, but just getting it right on impossible. So, and especially the margins aren't great. If you're working on 10, 15, 20% margins and you're off by 10%, like, or God forbid you're off by 30%, you write a check for the privilege of doing that job, or you kind of have to be out of integrity and not keep your word. So the nice thing with, say you sell a $50,000 cleaning job or construction cleanup or piece of construction, just one-time work. All the time it takes to find that client, build a relationship, get a bid, put it out, get them to say yes, get them to pay, blah, blah. all the non-physical doing of the work is a lot of work. And you take a risk because you're like, I think it's going to cost me 25 grand. I'm going to bid 50, but maybe it costs 35. You know, rarely does it cost less sometimes, but you know, you're just taking a big swing and then the job's over and there's really no relationship. And the work to sell a job for $4,000 a month or $50,000 a year that could go for 10, 20 years is the same, sometimes less. And if you make a mistake month one, you just go, oh, I made a mistake. I've got to change the bid or I'll give you 30, 40, 60 days at this price. And, you know, but you can fix it. And it just, you don't have to keep selling that job over and over and over again. You sell that job and you sell another. So if you just sell, you know, $10,000, $50,000 jobs in a year, you've got a half million dollar revenue and you're done. But if you sell 10 jobs making $4,000 a year, you don't lose any in the first year. You make a half a million dollars this year. And if you don't sell anything else, you get a half a million dollars every year till the end of time or until somebody quits. Like the numbers, it just goes from kind of multiplication to exp exponential, right? As opposed to I can do twice as many calls, twice as many, whatever. And the risk goes way down. Um, and you can get paid in advance, which you, it's really hard to do on construction. So, all right, sorry to get way off on a tangent, but, oh, and no, also God forbid, awesome. try and scaling that, right? Like if you've got people doing a construction cleanup job, you're like, I need 70 hours a week for the next four weeks and I need nothing, you know, or maybe I need 10 hours. You try that, hiring that good was... quality people. That's homeless people that do that kind of work or day laborers. Yeah. Like, it's really hard to scale. And we're, and we're three hours away, by the way. Oh, God forbid. <laughs> God, yeah, it's another thing. Fifty thousand dollar project. Hotels, like, oh, grand. Yeah. I'll go somewhere or a hundred grand. I'll go somewhere. I'll do that thing. But if it's janitorial, like, oh, I'm just going to get something close. So there's just there's all this like baked in goodness for recurring. You know your clients. You know your margins. You know the thing. You can get better. You can. That's why they sell for you know five, ten times earnings as opposed to one or two times earnings in construction. There's a there's a reason people aren't dumb. They don't pay more just because they you know software. It's it's a recurring yeah. expense, right? Okay. So that said. You reached out. How has things changed in your business? And give the good and the bad, right? We don't want just the sales project. Oh, yeah. best I called them and everything was perfect. Like that ain't the truth. Like <laughs> some things were probably harder, some things were better, some things are worse. Like walk us through, you know, your story. Yeah. So, you know, I, I joined and I'm like, 
you know, you get self-help books and you do this stuff and you're like, oh, I know. I know what I'm doing. That sounds good, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to do this instead. This was actually the first time where I was like, Mike's the professional. I'm just going to sell out and do what the hell he says, mm. right? And it's going to work. And um, and just the paradigm shift, just um, even from just getting out in the field, like I'd be in a basement all day working with my guys. Like it's fun to be down there. You get the camaraderie, you get stuff done. You feel like tangible. But then you t- you you said to me on the call, like, well, who the hell is working on your business? And that just that just blew my mind because a lot of people were saying, like, I can't get you in the day. Like, I'm trying to reach you. Like, I can't. But it's like I'm doing something dangerous. I'm not going to answer the phone. So I've been out. I've been out. Even on yeah, the construction I'm sorry, site. customer. I can't talk to you. I'm on a ladder in a basement. Like I can't talk to you about growing <laughs> my business. Like, I got a yeah, no. light fixture or whatever the heck you're doing. Yeah, yeah. And so um, even on the construction side, I, I've st- stayed out of the field more, and um, I've been able to get so much more work done. And so let, um, me, let me ask because you you glossed over a really important thing. Um, there is no shortage of fat guys that know I should eat less and work out more, right? There is, you said it really well, Irvin, like I've read a lot of books and go, yeah, that makes sense, but I didn't do anything. And by the way, that's my one, that's why we started the clean profit method and started actually taking clients like that as a podcast, as much as I love it. A lot of people do exactly that. And you listen to podcasts, I'm guessing before you talk to me. So there's a lot of, that makes sense. Someone should do that in my business at some point. And then you, nothing changes. So what changed? I just, as a coach, as someone that loves professional development, after a guy who's read books and talked to smart people, and it's not like I'm the first person you ever talked to that knew something that, you know, you're like, oh, I'll just listen. Like you had other smart people in your life. You're like, it didn't make the change. I'm dying to know what, why did you actually change as opposed to think it's a good idea and, and take no action? I think it's a perfect storm. So there was a, a small chiropractor's office in a retail strip center that wanted cleaning, um, weekly cleaning. And I went in with my construction mine and put in a bid and they never called me back. Then I'm like, so that was kind of like the first, like, Oh, we could get a weekly thing. Um, but I had no idea what I was doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, so that didn't work. So I said, I want to get these cleaning contracts. I don't know how to do it. Um, I'm good at business. Like I need to reach out to someone who knows the business to help me grow. And um, just like from your podcast and things, I'm like, he knows what he's talking about. Um, I, I've watched a lot and um, I'm just tired of, I'm tired of doing things, working extremely hard, but always happen to refill the barrel. Um, you know, we were like, approaching half a million dollars in business this year in the construction site. But that's it. If I stop today, Mm -hmm. there's nothing. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I do want to make sure myself and the audience are hearing you right. Real quick, Cleaning Nation, if you can think about how you found out about this podcast, maybe a tweet, a Facebook message, iTunes search, some sort of Instagram post, the only way we grow is word of mouth. We don't do paid ads. We don't run ads. You are it. The only ask I have is if you're getting value, share the love. However you found out about this, if it's a review or post, whatever it is, do that. Pay it forward so the next cleaning company owner can change their life as well. Back to the show. What I hear you said is 
before you weren't able to connect whatever quote unquote the advice was to an overall outcome. And once you started realizing your pain of, I got, you know, whether it's a half a million or 5 million, if I, it's not really a business. Cause once that work is done, if someone doesn't go do the next thing, I don't have a business. I just have sequential jobs one after another or not, depending on who buys what. Mm-hmm. So that pain led you to go, I need recurring revenue. And once you were able to go, I don't just want quote unquote coaching. I need this specific problem solved. Then you were able to go, okay, I'm going to find someone that I trust. Obviously that goes, you know, obviously you don't trust it. Nobody's going to listen to anything. So we're just going to assume mm-hmm. whoever, whether it's a book or a coach or whatever, you trust the guy. Cause obviously we're gal, if you don't trust them, then there's nothing to talk about, but you read books or talked to people you trust before and didn't do it. What was the big thing that changed this time? You were able to put it in the context of, I have a bigger vision I need. Like had I come along and I would know how to do this, but said, I can help you do as opposed to a half a million this year in construction, one-time jobs, I can do a million Trust me or not, you'd be like, that's not really solving the problem I wanted. I'm, I'm just trying to get clear on what the difference was. Yeah. I'm sure smart people that you trusted, you had told you stuff before you hadn't done. Was yeah. this one because it fit into a, a larger narrative or what What made you actually take I action? Th- I think it was, it was more specific. So like when I was reaching out for other things, I had a million things I wanted to do. God. You know, I wanted to, you know, open a bar, you know sell books online or, or, you know, do a construction company. It was just so many avenues I had, but when, um, I reached out to you, I knew exactly what I wanted to do. I wanted to grow a cleaning company and get cleaning contracts. And And um, how did you get that clarity? That's the big question. How did you go from wanting to do a thousand things to being really clear on exactly what you wanted to do? Well, just, um, over the last three years doing the construction, just like what, you know, what was the most bang for the buck without, you know, cause you redo a kitchen, you're off schedule, um, supplies are out, cabinets are six months out to order, or, you know, guys quit on you, your main contractor quits on you. And I left my, my good paying job three years ago to get off, to get out of the rat race. And I started feeling like I own this business. And I'm still in the rat race. I'm working weekends. I'm I'm working nights. I'm working in the morning. My phones, people are calling me all day long, all night. And at the end of the day, your your 40 hour a week job making 80K to for an 80 hour a week job making 40K for yourself. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So I had that unique pain, but I also had the focus in of the direction I wanted to go. So that pain and the direction um came together to say hey i want to do this and so it it just aligned perfectly so i'm going to give one bit of feedback and then i'm going to kind of let Irvin finish with whatever value he, he he feels he can give you guys so it's very common people come to us just like Irvin, which is circumstance i don't say conspired but it just worked out where they're like, okay, now I'm in pain. Before I was uncomfortable or I didn't like it or you know, I had a general sense of I'd like to, this could be better, but I was interested, not committed. And unfortunately, most of the way, most of the journey from interested to committed town comes by way of pain, right? Sometimes it's pleasure, like, oh, things go good and I could really go better, but that's 10%. 90% of the people come to us is like, I was uncomfortable before and now I'm flat up in pain. Now I want help. 
interesting how pain can bring focus, right? So Irvin was like, I got a bar. I want this. I want that. And the more he's like, I'm working nights and weekends. I thought I was gonna be free to spend time with my wife and kids. I'm, I'm less free than I was before. Like the more he kind of got clear on the pain is what took him to where he wants to go. So the encouragement I give you guys is, and I've done that too, by the way, please don't hear me judging. I'm just, I've been there, done that. That's why I, <laughs> like, I know how frustrating it is. You don't have to wait. Like we're recording this December, 2022. And I think a lot of people are like, all right, for the new year, I got to do. And you know, like, don't wait for the new year or for whatever, like, or massive amounts of pain to go, I got to do it. You can decide. And again, there's a great way to get a coach. Doesn't even have to be a business coach, just a, somebody to help you get clear on what is it I really want and how committed I'm to it. What would be the next step? You don't have to wait until the massive pain to take action, right? You can kind of, you know, smart people learn from their mistakes or their pain. Smarter people learn from other mistakes, other people's mistakes and other people's pain. So you can kind of see how things mm-hmm. could and should go and react based on that as opposed to, no, I need to really be miserable before I try and get help. Like you could, but you could yeah. fast forward through some of that. Okay. So that said, in the last couple minutes here, Irvin, what's the biggest, we'll go both, the biggest challenge you've you've felt moving from one-time job, you know, hamster wheel that sucks to recurring, okay, I can actually build something. What's the biggest frustration? Like that was harder than I thought. And then what's the biggest win or easiest thing or like tip or trick you can kind of share for people wanting to make that transformation of like, okay, that, that did work. And I like that. So give me kind of the best and the worst of you making this transition. Okay. I think the hardest part was the, the people part. It's like, okay, well now I'm focusing on this and I have employees in the construction side and I explained where I wanted to go and um, they enjoy the construction, but <laughs> me, not so much. Um, so just transitioning in the mindset, I would say, um, which was, which was really funny because the first week in the course, I'm like mindset call. And it's really true because you can get that information on how to do things, but a lot of it's mental, mm-hmm. you know, it's mental. It's like, I have a mental block, like, Oh, this is hard. I can't do it. Or, Oh, um, I don't know how, or I don't want to, or it's scary, you know, and just having that, the knowledge with uh, the mindset um, work as well was instrumental. Um, so I would say like the people and the mindset shift was kind of the hardest for me. Um, but that was in the course and, you know, we got both. So before we get into the easiest or the best part, let me just give something in there. Cause Irvin and I both obviously dudes and we kind of dudes I found as a coach, ladies are much more into like, yeah, I get it. Show me who I need to be first. And then I'll know what I need to do. And then I'll have what I want to have. Dudes are too dumb. We're like, just tell me what to do and everything will work out great. Um, so we tend to want to skip that mindset stuff. So for those of you guys out or gals that are just like, yeah, mindset still sounds BS. I keep hearing it, but I don't even know what that means. That word for me, mindset super squishy. I never know what it means. It's just, it was confusing to me beliefs, I think would be a more powerful, like if your belief is, you know, and really that's what Irvin's been talking about this whole time. I had a belief that I could hit my goals with construction. And then I had a belief that a bar or 17 other things would do it. And then I had a belief, like he just really upgraded his beliefs and his beliefs aligned with his actions. So once he changed his belief, it was very easy for him to get focused and do what he needed to do. But when his beliefs were a mess, so if mindset makes you feel like, I don't know what the heck that means. How do I build a mind? What, what are we going to talk about? Beliefs. I want to believe things that are going to be effective and I don't want to believe things that are not going to be effective. All right. So super helpful on that. I appreciate you saying that helps all the guys and gals out there like, yeah, don't tell me, just tell me what to do. I'll figure it out. It's like, if you have the wrong beliefs, you're, if you believe 
money's evil. I can coach my butt off to you to grow your company. You ain't never going to have any success, right? You've got to change that belief. So that said, what about the biggest win? What was the easiest thing that you recommend? Like, oh, this, this work, this is what you should all do. I like this part. I think the easiest was my first two bids. Um, you know, I worked with mindset coach Suzanne um, about, I, cause I had anxiety going in to bid for the, the cleaning jobs, but construction jobs, I just walk in. Like, which is so funny oh, because you this, know, that, you guys that don't know Irvin, he's a pretty confident dude. He's pretty charming. Like if you had asked me like, what would I be nervous about? I would have never thought bidding a cleaning job, especially since construction jobs are hard and scary. They're more competitive. <laughs> you can make mistake. Like it's just, it's funny. I wouldn't have known you Irvin. I wouldn't have guessed that that yeah. would have been the biggest scary thing. So what was so easy about it? What changed? How did, what, what made it easy and great? Um, just, just what you taught us about finding their pain. Um, and it's, it's, it's even awkward because I just put all focus on them. I just wanted to know about them. Like I didn't sell myself at all. What's your problem? What's going on? Like what happened with your last cleaners? Like, what do you hate to do? Like, are you guys cleaning yourself? And they're like, I hate this. And, and I found after the end of, of those pain conversations, they were like, where do I sign? I love this guy. Uh, and that's what I focused on was those pains. So what I was scared to do and had anxiety about to do to do going in on these first ones became the easiest thing to do. So now I just want to get in front of everybody I can to find that pain. <laughs> and did you guys hear it just that goes right back to beliefs, right? I had a belief it was going to be scary and weird and they weren't going to like me and it was going to suck because you did that one chiropractic bid and they ghosted you and it felt bad. So that was the belief. And then you change your belief from I'm a sales guy trying to get them to give me money, which cause you're a sweet guy, but that's not probably really who you are to I'm just here to help. And if I end up being the best solution for them, of course we'll work together. And if not, that's fine. I'm not trying to sell them anyway. I'm just trying to help them. And you're like, that feels really good. I could, I can do that all day long. I can, I can do that. Yes. Yeah. It's right. like, and if awesome. they say no, they don't want my help. <laughs> right. It's so much better. Yeah, so much better. So much better. As, oh, I needed money. And they said no. And it's like this personal rejection. It's like, I'm here to get clear on the pain, what's going wrong in your life and help you come up with a solution. And if we're a part of that solution, great, let's, let's, we'll help you. And if we're not a part of that solution, I'll try and point you in some other direction. And if I think we're part of that solution and you don't, your loss. I'll, I'll go help somebody else. Like it's such a freeing place to be for both, right? The seller, the buyer doesn't feel like you're pushing anything. He's like, this guy's yeah. really got my back. Cause you're going to have karma. Everyone else is just like, what's your budget? How long Time frames? blah, blah, blah. You're like, tell me about you, man. Tell me what's going on. What made you call? What, what's, what's stressing you out? I love that. Love, love, love coachable guys like Irvin. Okay. Clean Nation, if this has been super helpful and you want more, growmycleaningcompany.com. There's nothing for sale. There are over 800 podcasts, free on-demand training, Facebook group, all sorts of manner of stuff to grow your business, growmycleaningcompany.com. Check it out. See you there. Well, here we are at the end of the podcast and you made it. Great job. Uh, I've got a little bonus for you before for sticking through with me, but like I mentioned before, if you got value out of this podcast and you want to show a little love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, Spotify, wherever the heck you're listening to this thing, share it with a friend, share the love. And as a special thank you for those of you that stuck with me to the end, how about I give you my personal phone number so we can text? It's a great way for me to get to know you, your business, your goals personally. So shoot me a text now, 602-932-6431, 602-932-6431. 
I am the only one who responds to these texts and I will personally respond to everyone I possibly can as long as uh, this number is manned. I uh, don't know how long we're going to keep this at the end of the podcast, so grab it now. 602-932-6431. Give me a text. Say hey. Can't wait to meet you.